Um, you're over anal or you're over the pants <laughs> anal guy? Over the pants anal. Okay. No, wait, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> over the pants You heard anal. it here first. How does that even work? It doesn't. It's just called dry humping. Oh, did you ever see Bad Teacher? I was literally just going to say oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> Justin, Justin Timberlake. It's so thing. awkward. Oh, yeah. man. That movie was not oh. nearly as good as it made it seem. It was going to be. I, I really, really was expecting I more it, from it. I thought it. that movie was hilarious. I mean, I, I didn't think it was like terrible, movie, but I, like, it's just it wasn't what I was expecting to the extent of like what the trailer felt yeah. like it was promising. But I guess so. I think I was too young to like really to know what I dry humping I don't even was. Know if I saw a trailer. No, I was old enough to understand dry humping. I was in. I was high old enough to having out. done a lot of dry humping. I was old enough that I'd done a lot of over the pants anal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody! I'm Chase, and I'm Chloe, and welcome to Back to the Pilot. With our second season in the books, today we're going to finish it off with a top five countdown of our favorite pilots, as well as listing off some of our favorite moments from this season. So sit back and take a load off as we take you back to the pilot. Nice. Well done. That felt really well slow. Done. But I think it's, again, because I've been listening to our podcast in two times speed. In two times speed. <laughs> yeah, we sorry. I'll do really it. I'll do fast. it at your speed. Hey, everybody. I'm Chase. I'm Chloe. Back to five. <laughs> today we're going to finish off top five countdown of our favorite Nice. I like it. Perfect. Did you guys get that? Cut, print, check the gate. Yeah, just play it at quarter speed and then you'll get it. It's fine. How do we uh how do we start this? Um I don't know. I feel like just kind of uh, talk about our top 5 Watch Mojo style. Talk about just Watch Mojo style like starting out at number 5. All right. Starting off with our number 5 favorite show. Just to preface this, these are not our favorite um episodes of our podcast but these are our favorite shows that we've done on our podcast so they're single shows that we've done um Mm -hmm. but yeah so starting off with number five we uh we picked from our last episode malcolm in the middle yeah yeah um i mean we talked about this obviously in the episode but i just i i really enjoyed i was surprised at how much i enjoyed the pilot episode just from a from an episode standpoint Mm -hmm. like like not even talking about any research that uh, you had done yet, but um, I I was surprised at how much I I enjoyed the pilot, yeah, um, and like I I loved all of the uh, I loved how much the family I loved how close the family seemed right like they all played the family role so well yeah I mean it, yeah which it was isn't just... easy. No, it's really not. And I think it's just surprising going back watching a show that, I mean, personally, my family watched and being like, oh, wow, this was actually just as good as I remember it being. And in all honesty, I didn't like for me personally, I didn't pick this one because of the research. I truly picked it because I enjoyed the episode, whereas like some of the other shows on this list are because of the research, the, the, the backstory on how it was created was just so interesting. Yeah, I mean, and we'll we'll get into those, but I was wondering if you, because you did this show, I was wondering if you had anything that stood out to you that you remember about the research of this show, like things about the creator or the creation of the pilot. Honestly, the that thing that stands out the most to me, the thing that, hang on, I'm going. <laughs> Sorry, right. I interrupted you. <laughs> 
I'm a fucking asshole. Uh, the thing that stood out the most to me, like that I remember from the research in general, is just how Brian Cranston got cast. I just think that it's just so cool that he was like not even a person that was supposed to be. He didn't even audition, te- like technically. His audition was just stumbling upon the mom and the boys doing a scene, like rehearsing a scene, and the creator like seeing him and being like, "You're you're our you're our dad." Yeah, <laughs> you're just Do like you, my dad um, when I was a child. <laughs> just like my dad, dad. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, yeah, Brian Cranston's story for getting cast in that role is just—it it feels so Hollywood. I don't know how else to say it, but it just feels like, like you get a lot of these, like you don't get a lot of these stories where it's just stumble onto set and. Like that feels like it. You got the job, kid. Yeah. No, it does. It does feel like something straight out of a movie for sure. So it's, you know, I mean, I I guess like it, maybe as we do this podcast, it feels like it happens more often than I would have originally thought. But like a lot of times you've got these characters, like you've got these guys who are, these roles are written for that actor or actress or, you know, or you've got the full audition process. Um, But yeah, I mean, that just like stumble onto a set that that's my guy kind of casting doesn't feel like it's it's too popular it doesn't feel like it happens too much the only other example that comes to mind is uh harrison ford as han solo i mean you know yeah no i feel that right because that's what happened with uh like george lucas i honestly don't know that story that's what i thought like he was working uh like as a what like in like set uh like building or whatever oh he was um I didn't know. And George Lucas really liked his look. And I think, like, he had... I don't know if he was looking to act, but if I remember correctly from what I've read, he was... He kind of wanted to be an actor, but he wasn't, like... He wasn't dying to be an actor. Um, But if I remember... Again, I don't... I haven't done any research about this. Uh, So basically, you're just lying? I've a lot so if it's if it's my fault that i'm wrong then so be it but well i searched how did harrison ford become han solo and it the first thing that comes up is harrison ford from carpenter to star wars yeah there you go he was like a set builder and george lucas just really liked him he thought that he looked like the han solo that he wanted he said you look really hot and i want to make you a hot guy a dream boat for the rest of your life (laughs) and women around the world um so yeah so not exactly the same but you know just sort of stumbling in and being the guy that the director wants Mm -hmm. with that should we move on to our our number four show yes let's move on to number four do do you want me to do the honors or am i I doing all of them them. okay i just don't want to do any of them uh all right fair enough so moving on to the number four pick in our top five overall favorite shows of the season is the honeymooners what do you the remember? Was, yeah. You uh, it, well, I was just going to say, like, and, and I knew, I know you're going to touch on this. This wasn't, this is an example of one that we weren't really uh, that wowed by the, um, by the episode. Uh, but also, it, we episode, didn't dislike the, the episode either. I will say that. No, the like, episode. We it's not like how you despise Downton Abbey, how, right? Yeah, exactly. It's, I mean, there's a reason it's in our top five, right? Like, mm-hmm. If it was a horrible episode with an interesting thing, it probably wasn't in here. Yeah. 
but no, I mean, it like the the sh- the episode was it was good. I mean, it was it's been how long? Seventy years since it aired, almost. So, something like that, yeah. I don't know off the top like of my head. Fifties, sixties. You research the show, so I know, but you know me. I don't keep my research. I replace. <laughs> oh yeah, it every you don't time. keep your research. I keep all of my research. So. Yeah, I don't. I don't do uh, that. Uh, but what really stood out to us for making this number four 1955, on our list was just for yeah, nineteen fifty-five, so almost seventy years. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, sorry. Continue. Oh, re- yeah. What really stood out to us about the honeymooners was Jackie Gleason's story. Mm-hmm. Fucking um, crazy story. Just some insane uh, background that led to just his life in general, just leading to the moment that he created this show. And honestly, if you haven't listened to that episode, it is, it's his, his history is, is quite wild. I believe that's our uh, episode 23 is that episode. So if you haven't listened to it, that that's a good, that's a good one. It's interesting. Jackie Glee, by the time he was 18, he didn't have any family anymore. Like his mother had died. Mm-hmm. His father had left. His brother had died. Like just a horrible, horrible childhood. He fought through a lot of adversity. Yeah, uh, through his childhood, and uh, he was just he he had to fight, right? Like he it's probably he ultimately to led to his success, working. right? Like he yeah, had I mean, he, he needed be that, that hard stuff. worker. He had yeah. to persevere because he had there that. was no one else but him. It was that or being um, homeless. But yeah, I mean, one of the things that I I just really love about this story is uh, the the fact that the show stems from a, like a live uh, a live comedy show that was essentially played for mob bosses in New York at the time. Mm-hmm. That is so rad. That's cool. It's <laughs> so rad. That's rad. What I don't know what else to say. Like, that's cool. Like, to be the guy that entertains the mob bosses in 1950s New York. Yeah, I mean, that's like York, something you'd like want to see. That a, was. That's like, honestly, I'm surprised, and maybe there is somewhere, but uh, there needs to be some kind of Jackie Gleason biopic kind of movie. Yeah. Like, either a docu, like some sort of docu series, or I don't even want like a docu series. I, I want like a yeah, re- no, no, recreation fair. of it. Like, I want, a I want to see a drama, like recreation of Jackie Gleason's life. It's fucking crazy. That on it, yeah, I would love that movie. Or like, it could be a series. It could be like an HBO Showtime series, or whatever. Like a like the Uber series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just a crazy story. Like Chloe said, if you haven't heard that episode um you should definitely go check it out uh i know it's kind of weird to plug our own podcast on our own podcast but but that's also kind of a part a reason for this i mean we're not going to go through the entire episode (laughs) the entire series and its history but what we can tell you is it's cool definitely go check it out it's a a good it's a good listen i mean i don't know it's my voice telling you so if you don't like my voice then it's not a good listen (laughs) but if you like my voice it's cool information it's great information. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Do we with that? Shall we move on to our our number three pick? Let's get in. Let's get into mm-hmm. our our number three here. So our number three pick is actually one that neither of us researched, but for that exact reason is why we actually quite enjoyed it. Um, our number three pick of our top five favorite shows of the season is Modern Family. And like you said, neither of us did this. This was researched by my father. Um, our only guest no, of the season. Yes, Just our only guest of the season. Preface. And 
I think both of us realized with this episode, not just from, uh, not just from being Modern Family, but we both really enjoyed having a guest on the show and just getting that outside uh, perspective. Look, like somebody else's perspective. Yes, great word. Uh, that was the word I was looking for and couldn't find I got it. Got you. <laughs> um, but yeah, getting that getting that uh, extra perspective on a show. Will Arnett. Just remember when you couldn't remember Will Arnett's what? name? <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> Sorry. Will Arnett. I was too late to um, the joke because I couldn't remember the name. <laughs> I wanted to say it right after you said I couldn't remember. And <laughs> but I still said oh, it because that's where my fucking yes. brain's at. Sorry about yes, that. Yes, Will Arnett. Um, from that episode. From that I just episode. love the pause. Um, <laughs> what? But yeah, if you want to go listen to that podcast episode it's our episode 21 of this uh of the podcast and yeah so my dad did this research and just hearing him get excited to talk about a show that he has watched so much and loved uh he probably never even thought to research that uh information that he talked about i loved the way he talked about um uh ty burrell's uh casting and uh, he's he's a huge fan of Ty Burrell. He's the one who I plays mean, how can he not be? Ty Burrell's great. Um, but yeah, I mean, just being able to hear what somebody else has to say, what somebody else is interested in researching about the show, mm-hmm. is something that stood out to both of us. And I think both of us are interested in doing on top of the more fact guests that, in the future. Oh, for sure. I mean, I would like to do at least a guest or two for season three. I think that'd be fun. I think, I think the two people, guests, two or three guests per season, honestly, work I think, fine. I think the people are good not hearing our voices every episode. Yeah, and it's who knows? Just maybe nice we'll start to, to meet um, some celebrities, and we'll be able to get actual oh, celebrity yeah. guests. Maybe well, we'll I mean, become my dad's kind of a celebrity. Well, he, he does say we'll get into it. Yeah, we'll get into that later. He's a porn star. When we do our um, favorite parts, <laughs> <laughs> when we when we wrap, uh, when yeah. we do a little wrap up on our favorite moments, we'll get to that. But yeah, uh, and just. Again, Modern Family, I love that show. It was a I great episode. The, the episode was great. The pilot episode was great. Definitely a show that I watched as, as a kid. Definitely something I would throw on for background noise if I needed it. And also something that I'd just be interested in watching. You know? Um, it's it's kind of fun sometimes to see... Uh, we've talked about it a little bit, but child actors are always... It's it's iffy, right, to be a, a fan of child act of a show mm-hmm. with child actors because they have historically not been treated well. But it's getting better, and uh, from what I understand about the creation of the show, the child actors in this show were um, more protected and more uh, like loved, and yeah. there was not as much issues in this show with respect to using child actors. And yeah. Watching those actors and actresses grow up throughout the years and throughout the seasons is something that I find very interesting in one of these long-running shows. Oh, yeah, for uh, sure. Because you're young. literally growing up with them. Mm-hmm. Like So, yeah. Uh, yeah. very good show. And if you want to go listen to that episode, that's episode 21 of the podcast. All right. All right. With, uh, with Come that. Come down to our top two here. Yeah, getting into the top two. Um, our number two pick of our favorite overall shows of the season is The Good Place, which oh, more like a great place. Great am I place, right? yeah. Which we had done, I believe, for this episode. Uh, we had actually done Michael Schur before, correct? Yeah, we had done two Michael Schur. Well, I guess if you count The Office, right? 
Yeah, so so it was as much as the research was something we'd somewhat touched base on before. It was just it was a truly interesting episode. Like the the good place in general, one of my top five favorite shows of all time, easily in general. But like the pilot episode was just so well done in how you wanted to keep watching it. And I think the one thing I remember from this episode is we couldn't pick, we literally could not pick a least favorite part for this show, which we have discussed before. 30 minute shows are hard to find least favorite moments, but yeah, it's just but this one, especially this one, especially was like I- impossible. Like you said, I think in the episode when I was listening through it, you were like, if I had to pick one, it's just how crazy the ending was. But it made me want to keep watching it. So it's like yeah, you can't I mean, even they, count it as a least favorite. <laughs> exactly. I mean, the worst part of the episode is realizing that you ha- you would have to wait another week to watch the next episode. And granted, I, I didn't watch this when it came out. So I had a, I didn't have to do that. But I would have hated to be in that place to, yeah. to wait. I will say, as and someone so, who did watch it when it came out, it, that it was awful waiting. That rings true. <laughs> it rings yeah. true. Um, so yeah, th- this one for sure. Both of us gave it seven good noodle stars. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and just like this podcast episode, this is uh, oh shoot, I don't think I have this one written down. This is podcast episode 15? episode fifteen. Yeah, yeah. New okay. places and good girls, or was it the other yes. way around? Well, yeah, you're right. It was the other way around. <laughs> only I got that if right only. back then. Um, <laughs> uh, that that podcast episode was both shows that we gave seven good noodle stars. Um, both shows that neither one of us could really pick a favorite or at least favorite part and both of us had watched all of both of these shows mm-hmm. so all around we knew that one of these shows was going to be in our top five and i think with the good place part of the reason we chose that over new girl we didn't want to really pick two from the same episode yeah because you know we wanted to give some diversity there yeah and for reference we each season. made a top 10 favorite and then cross-referenced it to come up with our combined yeah. top five and on both of those top tens, New Girl and The Good Place were both there. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> as great as New Girl is, and I absolutely fucking love that show, it's just, it's, The Good Place is such a unique show. And I think that was something that draws us to putting it in the top five over New Girl as well. Yeah. Because it's just. Well, we haven't talked about it yet, but the creation of this show, we like, we had researched Michael Schur before, but what I didn't know is that he was focused on actually making a show about philosophy and this was his mm-hmm. way of doing that yeah and i love that idea like like you don't because the show doesn't feel that way until you hear that and then you're like oh this is a show about philosophical questions about the afterlife mm-hmm. and or they just, just do philosophical questions about life way. and ethics in general yep and so it's such a great way to talk about philosophy without it feeling both political or dramatic yeah, and to have like a character like Cheedy to be the one that kind of truly helps yes. that like be delivered in that way is just hilarious. It's so great. An indecisive, yes. gets sick having to make a decision kind of character is a philosophical guru essentially in this mm-hmm. in this show. So, yeah, so it's so yeah. just a, a great show all around. <clears throat> like we said, it's episode fifteen of the podcast. If you want to go listen to it. Uh, both Good Place and New Girl were both great shows, but for us, Good Place just comes out on top between Michael Sher being the creator and just the overall idea of the show in, in general, as well as the episode. Indeed. 
And before we move on to our number one favorite show, let's listen to a few of our most memorable moments from season two. Did I really leave a fucking burp in there? (laughs) Are you kidding me? (laughs) After all the things I edited in this episode, I left a fucking burp in there. Play it it back. Play it back. I don't think I was listening for it. Okay, just listen real quick. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, do I ever? <laughs> do I ever? Okay, cool. I feel like it's a generational thing. <laughs> like these. <laughs> the fucking burp in there, bro. What is wrong with me? I think it's fair to say that I am young, and I think that's a good stipulation because maybe that means that what I say has a different effect on people. Anyways, my point. I don't. Is I don't I think I knew I what the word like stipulation meant when I used that term. <laughs> I'm not. I'm still not entirely sure. I know oh what the word stipulation God. means. <laughs> let's let's look it up real quick. Hold on. Yeah, let's look up the word stipulation. Stipulation. See if I even used it Definition. right. Definition: a condition requirement that is specified or demanded as a part of an agreement. I don't. No, I don't think. I don't, I don't think, think I used that right said... at all. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why I just avoid using big the... words in our podcast because I don't want to <laughs> yeah. have to go back and listen and realize I used, you know, a word the like stipulation term. wrong. All right, you ready? Uh, never. But yeah, sure. Go ahead. All right, everybody. Thanks Hi, for I'm catching Chloe. up with us. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Chloe. Sorry. Oh my god! I had to do it. <laughs> oh, would you like had... a free book written by Jesus? <laughs> That's what that reminded me of. Yeah. You can't watch it on Hulu. Oh, you probably can't. It did. You know what? It didn't fucking say that on IMDb though. I thought I'm... you could watch it on Hulu. I watched it on Netflix, but I'm... I thought you could watch it on Hulu. I'm sure you probably can, but it was not one of the options. One of the watch options of those, I saw. A lot of those Fox shows are on Hulu. Well, oh no, they're not. It's Fox. crazy. It's, 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 fucking, you know, so you know what's so crazy is I just said Move it on. was on NBC. Stepping down as co-host of this show. But because critics seem to just fucking hate Seth MacFarlane in general, they gave it a very pretty negative overall review of the show. Well, I, yeah, I was gonna say like. I feel like if you don't like Family Guy, you're going to turn off anything that has to do with Seth MacFarlane because you think everything he's going to do is just going to be Family Guy. But it's like, in general, critics... I I hate when people put him in that box. But it's like a weird thing. Like, critics just fuck it. Like, there's not a thing... I don't even think Ted got good reviews from critics. Like... They just don't like him. I, I think they just don't like that he does shit differently. And... Yeah. It, it's just weird. Whereas, like the general public and audience loves it. So it's like, which is an interesting thing. Cause like this, like whole thing, it's the same now, like critics are still bent out of shape on the show. They don't like it. Um, but people still love it. It has a third season coming out in March of 2022. Um, but this was an interesting quote that I just saw. It said this theme continued through the rest of the show, um, through the rest of the season of the, sh- of the Orville, um, and it's now regarded as one of the most asymmetrical reviewed modern television programs. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what an interesting quote. <laughs> How are your reviews? Pretty asymmetrical. Uh, <laughs> well, well, check Rotten are, Tomatoes. Audience check. score, 90%. Critic, <laughs> Critic score, score, 5. 10%. 10%. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
Uh, add a little bit more here, actually. Oh my god. Botched intro. Fucking. <laughs> Botched intro. Um, Harmon then co-created the television show, uh, or the co-created the te television pilot Heat Vision and Jack, which starred Owen Wilson and Jack Black. Um, if you look up the image of it, it's quite hilarious. It didn't actually end up going anywhere, but yeah. And then <laughs> I want to see that now. I know, right? It's it, it's. Looks I feel like I've been so... promised something amazing. <laughs> it's definitely not, but uh, you have to send me just... that picture when you get the chance. Okay, I will. It's exactly what it sounds like when I shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> I truly could not think of a more accurate noise to describe me literally shitting my pants. When I shit my pants, that's the first noise that comes out of my ass. <laughs> <laughs> for that amount of time <laughs> yeah just a i can't even do it fuck <laughs> yeah that's the noise exactly boom nailed it boom you oh, nailed that one man. you crushed that oh, flex oh boom boom <laughs> rocket power Firepower. What are you just? You're going off, just like every fucking quote. Boom, boom, rocket power. Firepower. <laughs> What's that called? Boom, boom. Firepower. <laughs> I was know. on this. I was on this thing before you were. The intro and before Chloe. The See, intro, but but we start. We don't come early. This isn't like a you know fifteen minutes yeah, early. On time is late. This up. is this we is just show up on time. Late is on time in this case. Yeah. For Ish. this podcast. So I'm ready when this you This is not are, a punctual people. podcast. Can we just call you uh, Chris? Uh, yeah, let's just call me Chris. Hi, everybody. I'm Chris. Great. Yeah. So <laughs> I am um, uh, a part-time porn star. Uh, and you did a uh, brief my hobbies are chef, skydiving. Right? What's that? Sorry, you did a brief stint as a chef in a Vegas hotel, correct? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I skydive in my free time. And um, when I want to make a buck or two, I work in the casino world. For the 1970s, Phillips worked at Bob Banner Associates for starting Blue, <laughs> before starting Blue Hill Avenue Productions with a contract at 20th Century Fox. Were you going to say something? I was just laughing at the 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 number of B words. You sounded like you were breaking down because of the alliteration. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another guy said that it was he was he was much less positive, saying that the show is uh, it's it, it the the show is a problem because it has too many confusing maladies and it applied to too many characters. What? Or the 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 maladies applied to too many characters. Like there was just too much going on. I would get basically. it if this had come out in like the nineties, but in two thousand five there was plenty of ensemble cast things that had been out at the time. Like Yeah, I, I agree. Just... It's just I mean it is especially in the first episode, it looks like there's a lot of That characters. just sounds like there's that there's really not, but like at I can see sort of when you're watching, you're like, am I supposed to remember who all of these people are? Yeah, but they they really help you focus. To me, you fo you you know the key people to focus on, though. You know what I mean? You like, and I do. I mean, we don't know anything about these critics. 
they could be kind of dumb. I mean, I feel like that one guy's kind of dumb. There's just too many people to pay attention to. I just can't well, do it. Well, there was it. one other guy from... It, it's funny you chose that accent because he was from the New York Times. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, then. Um, this other guy from the Chicago Tribune said, uh, it may well be worth a look, but also criticized the confusing plots and characters. Why is it... Con- so I guess I don't understand... It was confusing. I just don't understand why it feels so confusing. I don't. I don't get it either. I wasn't that confused. When well, especially with something like Law and Order had been out at this time, right? Like, right. That talk about kind of confusing. Like that show. If I don't yeah, know. I mean, if you're gonna compare it to stuff that's already on TV, well, and like a show like, that also has to do with like confusing. a murder investigation <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, like it, it, I guess it's just strange to me that people are saying were like the reviews on this were that it was confusing. Yeah, exactly. And that's why um, people won't want to watch it. <laughs> You know, I just, uh, I didn't get it, and I don't think anybody else will. It's just. <laughs> I didn't get and if I didn't get it, nobody's And if I didn't, it. I'm pretty <laughs> smart. I'm pretty fucking smart. And I didn't get it, then nobody else will. It's just a fact. <laughs> just release the Halloween episode again. Oh, God, no, please don't. <laughs> For everyone's safety. Safety? That's not what I meant to say. Everyone's safe. But I, I don't know the legal implications of I think it's why more so. That. Like, well, is Quahog a real place? I don't I don't think so. I've I never it looked has, it up, to yeah, be honest. Yeah, I haven't either. I think it has to do more so with, like, the second you start. Because you can get sued if if it's seen as, if the, the content you're creating is seen as kind of slander or bashing the town. Um, I mean, let's be real. The middle starts with the fact that they're flying over Indiana and it's like nobody... Wants nobody to fu- nobody even cares. looks down at the play, right like <laughs> nobody gives a fuck so it's like I think it has something to kind of do with that that it's like it, it by not picking a real town it gives you the creative freedom to kind of be able to shit on the town yeah. but it's it's things like that like uh like I don't know if you've been watching Mr. Mayor at all I watched the first season I have not watched the that next I mean yet. uh like Ted Danson playing the mayor of LA is I mean I love it I think it's hilarious but I mean that's just straight up yeah, like a true. lot to do with just bashing on LA, and I guess it is like what you're. I think it's uh, easier to get away with risking. something like that because it's like in the, LA is the inter- like a huge part of the entertainment industry, so it's like true. It's easier to get approvals and talk to like the actual mayor of LA and be like, "Listen, is it okay if we do this? Is it okay if we do that?" Blah blah blah. Yeah. Whereas it's like, are that. you really going to talk to the mayor of some random fucking town in? Pawnee, Indiana, right? Like, or whatever. You're really going to go talk to the mayor of Jasper, Indiana and be like, hey, uh, is it cool if we tall your town kind of a shit show? Yeah, um, exactly. Wow, I don't know what to say. <laughs> uh, those are some great moments from the uh, from the season. And certainly looking back on it, I had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun this season. I didn't. It was honestly the worst season we've done yet. It's the worst season done ever. Two. All right, cool. We're canceling, canceling the show, not coming back. Creative differences is the biggest. Creative differences, dumbass co-hosts. Sometimes you just got to deal with it all and give up on your dreams. Um, (laughs) But, uh, you know, we might as well finish it out strong, I guess. Uh, And Chloe, you might as well take us into this number one favorite show. Wow. I get to do the honors. How nice. Yeah, you get to do that. You've been you've been doing all of them so far. Fair enough, fair enough. I am better than you in most ways, except for this mm-hmm. w- precise way. But it's fine. Yes. Um, our favorite show of season two was Star Trek: The Original Series. 
for numerous and reasons. This, yes, multiple reasons. One, obviously, we both really enjoyed the episode. It wasn't a perfect episode. I don't think either of us put seven out of seven good noodle stars when mm-hmm. we rated it. Um, but I think it was like five for both of us or five or five and six or something like that. Um, something like that, yeah. Uh, but what really caught my attention about this one, and uh, this is the only one on this list that I actually did the research on, uh, but oh, it what is. really caught my attention Shit. was Gene Roddenberry's story. Uh, so similar to how the Honeymooners we picked for Jackie Gleason's story, uh, picked this one for Gene Roddenberry's story because he just he had to deal with so much getting to this point. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that really stood out to me was his uh his want for diversity like he he really wanted diversity in his shows and he had to deal with uh adversity coming to that dealing with a lot of racists we talked about uh how you know people didn't want uh they didn't want black people on on one of his shows that he was trying to get done and and they just he just up and left that uh project or he just up and quit that project because yeah, he, didn't he was want willing to, deal with to that anymore yeah he was willing uh, to not be a part of something because of and the yeah, systematic and then racism he, of it uh and then he had to and then with the military he had to deal with uh that he did that episode uh where two soldiers a, a a white soldier and a black soldier found common ground in in fighting their enemy and um got a ton of backlash on his show about that and so uh like that was just a huge part and and what came to be about star trek being one of the most diverse shows not just from a fictional standpoint but from a just an actors and actresses standpoint just diverse in how many different types of people and different from all kinds of different cultures came to be on the show so mm-hmm. Just some, uh, just some amazing backstory and really he he set a precedent i think i think he really like sh- proved that you can achieve your achieve your dreams through adversity and like and stand up for things that matter stand up for the things that are right exactly. and you don't have to waver because of because of that you can still mm-hmm. you can still succeed something i kind of said it midway through your sentence because i I'm an asshole, but <laughs> something I'm kind of just realizing, and I don't think I mentioned it in the episode, but the entire purpose of like Star Trek is that it's an advanced portion of humanity that has be began or become this like the whole concept of racism and you know even like zoos and these kinds of things like they're seen as barbaric at this point in in yeah. humanity's evolution and it's just really cool because not only is he showing that by doing something at a time when i mean obviously systematic racism is still a huge issue in our world today but like especially back then when it was just so blatant to like be like you can't do that and it's fine it's not seen as wrong at that time mm-hmm. And him being like, fuck you. I'm not only going to make this a diverse show, but I'm going to make this show about a better a better world and a better humanity. Yeah. Um, so just all around, just a, like that perseverance proving to be successful, creating one of the most iconic franchises in the yeah. history of television and film. Mm-hmm. Um, setting that scene, creating the... Uh, I guess 
the very first show about space travel, it seems. Maybe not the first. I don't know. I honestly don't know if there were that many shows before it that were about space travel or like taking place that far in the future. But yeah, certainly every show after it has taken that uh, has taken the those settings and ideals from Star Trek. Like the idea of a show being set way off in the future in space, not looking like Star Trek is almost unrealistic at this point. Yeah. Because, I mean, we talked about in that episode, the Orville has obviously entirely inspired by Star Trek. That's what uh, Seth MacFarlane wanted to do. Mm-hmm. By the way, um, this is episode and, 16, if you do want to go back. To oh, yeah, sorry. I didn't say that. <laughs> I mentioned it. All good. I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah, if you want to listen to it, it's episode 16. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, we talked about Galaxy Quest. We talked about Star Wars being uh, get, getting inspiration from these uh, from these shows, uh, from this show in particular. So just so much that came from it and to fight through that adversity to get there and, and to persevere through all of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was really inspiring. And that's why it's her number one favorite show. And, yeah. Uh, helped us. Uh, honestly, it was, it was, it feels good to talk about the success of something like that because there's so much uh, hist- historically there's there's a lot of failure in that regard and so there's it is nice to hear and talk about success stories indeed which is one of the best things about doing this podcast not just from that particular show uh but just from all these shows talk about success stories in these shows and like fighting through perseverance yeah it it's just goes to show that literally nothing is done easily mhm you got to have passion passion you got to have perseverance and yeah Persuasion, passion, Persuasion, perseverance, magical powers to um powers powers. <laughs> no, but <clears throat> penis. No, no, not penis. Well, it used to be penis. You used to have penis. You used to need to have penis, but uh, fortunately, that's not really the case anymore. So no, we talked about the good place. Yeah, with uh, no, we talked about New Girl. Which was made by Elizabeth New Girl. Yeah, I was going to say the good place is Michael Sure is not a woman. <laughs> the good place is played by Michael Sure, although uh, I keep wanting to sit, call her Eleanor because that's her name in the show. Eleanor Shellstrop. Um, yep. Eleanor Shellstrop. Uh, fuck. Yeah, I I, well, I'm going to wait and see if you can remember her name. No, I know it. It's dumb. Uh, fuck. You got this. Kirsten Bell. Kirsten Bell. Um, Kristen I know her Bell. Name. It's Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell. I said. Kristen, I know. I said Kristen Bell. I said Kristen Bell right after. Um, yeah. Kristen Bell does a great job as the lead yeah. in that show. No. Overall, I mean, this was a good, good fucking season, though. I mean, it's kind of fun that we're doing a little recap. We're probably going to start doing this for all our seasons. Um, yeah. Um, and I mean, who knows how long we end up doing it? Chase and I are slowly uh, growing to hate each years, other. So fifty, sixty, maybe seconds more of this show um (laughs) seconds and thank you we're not even doing an outro for this episode bye guys bye guys uh no no, i think i think certainly something that caught my attention when we did the very first episode of this season the back to the back the pilot pilot episode Mm -hmm. uh i really enjoyed listening back to how far we've come uh for sure even in such a short period of time and even and now again, looking back on our second season, thinking about, you know, we did another guest on the show and we 
succeeded in that. Whereas our first guest was great. My sister Kennedy was fun and it was great to have her on, but we didn't really have our shit figured out. We didn't have, we didn't really have our shit figured out yet. And now we do. Now we, we realize that we'll just keep doing two episodes. One of us won't do a show. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll keep doing two shows rather than uh, two episodes. I'm I'm excited. Um, I think we already have like a couple possible guests lined up for season three. So we do fun. Uh, But season three will be coming out uh, later this year in October of 2022. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you're listening to this in 2026, then you could probably go listen to it now unless (laughs) something scary happens. Or even if you're listening Um, to it in the end of 2023. Or yeah, you could be listening to this in 2023. You could be listening to this in 2050. If you're listening to it in 2014, then I I don't know how you figured that out. but Time travel must be real. That's cool. Time travel is real. That's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. Um, but wherever, whenever you're listening to this, we really hope you've enjoyed season two, and we're excited for season three. Indubitably. Uh, is that supposed Should to be I our do outro? A, an actual outro? <laughs> I don't know. Do you want to do an actual outro, or do you want to? I mean, just... we don't really. We can just wrap it up with that. I mean, uh, wrap it up I, I, I might mm-hmm. add music to that. I might not. Just cash. We'll just, just put casual. Just casual. Thank you Look, all for listening. Follow yeah. us. On Instagram at Back to the Pilot, uh, send us emails with shows that you think are going to be good. Leave comments. Our email is in our podcast description on every episode. Um, we will be releasing and, a new trailer uh, soon, so yes, be on the lookout for that. Releasing a new trailer, so that'll be our sort of uh, season three teaser. Will be our our new trailer. It it's won't not really, really be a teaser, teaser because won't we won't have any recorded. <laughs> yeah. It'll but be more of a fun little recap of more funny moments. Who knows? We might. But Uh, so we look forward to having you there and we appreciate all of you for being here for season one and through season two. Now, if you if you only listen to a few episodes here and there, we love it. If you only listen to one episode, we love it. If you listen to all the episodes, we love it. We love you all. And again, we're always looking for recommendations. So please feel free to email us or, or hit us up on our social medias. All right, guys. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you next season. We take you back Back to to the the pilot. pilot. Whoa. Nailed it.